0: second down goal to go at the four Mahomes in the shotgun right foot in front of the left
1: now Barks out a call to his three eligible receivers to the right. They look to Kelsey. Near no side, he makes the catch and rolls into the end zone off the right shoulder. And he flips the ball in the air. Touchdown. Kansas City and the Chiefs have that coveted two-possession second half lead.
0: Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL
1: Network. Ken this comes courtesy to highlight of our friends, our Odyssey teammates at 106.5 FM, The Wolf. Oh! oh, oh, oh. <laughs> thank, thank you, very much. Thank, oh, I thought we were doing we it at, at the, the same time.
0: Getting... I was trying to look at you. <laughs> That's
1: why I wanted I was kinda, of, uh, yeah. I was I was sleeping yeah. about the... Oh! O'Reilly,
0: for the wolf. Uh... <laughs> Imitating the Wolves.
1: Oh! So scoring, go, cashing cash oh. in bats. <laughs> oh! Ow. All right, all right. Travis Kelsey uh, scored a touchdown last week against the Vikings, leaves the game with an ankle injury, then comes back and scores a touchdown, 11 targets. Uh, looking every bit of 34 years old, but still produced in that game. Now, we officially know what his status is for Thursday night's game, uh, tomorrow night's game at home, against the Broncos. We also have updated information on Deshaun Watson and his status for Sunday, what the New England Patriots are doing at the quarterback position. If the New York Giants are going to have like anyone active for Sunday night's game at the Buffalo Bills and much more. We're going to get to it all right now, Jake Hassan, in the week six, wonderful football Wednesday edition of It Moved.
0: I think it moved. I think it moved. I think it moved it move
1: oh yeah it's difference on a wonderful football wednesday on october 11th of the year of our lord 2023 does it all right, let's start Thursday Night Football, week six at moved with the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Denver Broncos, where, Ken, we have an official injury designation for Chiefs, soon to be first ballot Hall of Famer tight end, uh, Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Uh, Travis Kelsey. Uh, Kelsey listed as questionable on the injury report with his ankle injury. Limited practices in each of the last two days on Tuesday and Wednesday. So, Kelsey questionable on the injury report as a second-year pass rusher. George Karlaftis. The Chiefs expected to have linebacker Nick Bolton back in this game against the Denver Broncos. We still await on Denver's final injury report. But the big thing here, obviously, is Travis Kelsey where... I'm guessing he'll probably go, but that's a guess right now, I and mean, who the hell knows how this is going to turn out. So, Ken, where do we stand right now, side in total for the Chiefs and the Broncos, and kind of like, if he plays, what happens? If he doesn't play, what do you think happens?
0: Yeah, it's interesting, right? You would you would think Kelsey would be this uh, you know spread impact player, someone who would cause a market to go crazy. We we saw that obviously opening night. Now Chris Jones was also a player that was involved in that line movement against the Lions. Both Kelsey and Chris Jones, um, you know, would they play? Would they not play against Detroit? That kind of like caused that market to go crazy for a couple of days. This market's been incredibly stable, and I, I really wonder. If we start to get more of these like Detroit Carolina situations where it's like really, really good team. Who do we have on uh, Damashek yesterday? Who's like, man, like the number of just absolutely brutal teams this year is like higher than normal. You have so you have these games Detroit Carolina last week, uh, Buffalo Giants, which we'll talk about in a second, the Sunday night game. And then this game, the Thursday night game, Chiefs Broncos, like, okay, cool, like a historic rivalry. Also, the Broncos have like the worst measured defense. Like according to DVOA in the history of the league playing Patrick Mahomes so like if you if you tell me Kelsey's playing not playing in a normal game like against a good team or in like an evenly matched NFL game yeah like you know the Lions I'd care (laughs) right like I'd care about that yeah exactly good great point yeah sure I'd care yeah maybe I'd want to bet the other side or think the difference between the teams is less is there are we just gonna have a lot of these games this year where the really good team is down guys and nobody wants the other side still because that happened to Detroit against Carolina Detroit's down Amon Ross St. Brown they're down Jameer Gibbs nobody cares and Detroit wins by a billion it's just like great like anybody watch Carolina you want them no okay great this game Kelsey's not gonna play you want Denver you watched them (laughs) <laughs> you want them in this game? Like, they're the worst defense in the history of the league. Like, you want to in this game? Who cares if Kelsey's playing or not to a certain extent? So I kind of think that's what's happening here. We've just been 10 and a half, like, locked into this forever. And a couple of the 10 and a halves are juiced toward Denver. And maybe in the next hour or so, we get, like, a little bit of movement if people think Kelsey's not going to play. But I honestly don't think we're going to go a lot of places because if this line were to, like, dip to under 10 or something like that, like, oh, Kelsey, like that, you know, going to cause a flurry of movement on Denver. I think you just have a lot of people lining up like they were on Detroit maybe last week to be like, yeah, you know what? I'll take the awesome team Against the team with the worst defense of all time, and they'll just figure it out. Like maybe it's more Watson, maybe it's more Rasheed Rice, maybe it's more running the ball against Denver, which has worked great. Like what Brees Hall did last week. Like there's just a lot of ways to beat Denver's defense. I wonder if we kind of have like a, another Carolina-Detroit situation here.
1: And uh, also, like uh, you might have heard, uh, Kansas City's quarterback's really good. <laughs> I think they'll be able to be able to figure out against this. The, the fans chose Nick Bolton back, by the way.
0: Like, one of their highest rated defensive players and basically, like, hasn't contributed at all this year, right? Like, kind of like an under-the-radar, hey, like, if they're going to win a Super Bowl, you know, we think about, like, the defensive players that Buffalo's already probably lost for the year. Like, here we're getting a guy back. You know, Dolphins are going to get Ramsey at some point. Chiefs get one of their guys back who's, like, been really helpful for them.
1: Who was the um, the ESPN Deporte sideline reporter? Was it John Sutcliffe or was it Sergio Dip? That did the um that did the Broncos game, the Monday night game, where Vance. Sergio Dip, I think,
0: is the guy you're thinking of, like the the like and embarrassing re- sideline report.
1: Yeah, no, no, the, the report was Vance Joseph having the time of his life, and like the camera showed Vance Joseph, and he was not having the time of his life. I oh, also I don't, feel like I, Vance I don't Joseph- think I remember this. <laughs> It, it's it's like a classic moment it was like okay. the report it was very enthusiastic and it was like and broncos head coach vance joseph he's having the time of his life and the team was like one in five or something yeah. uh, I'm, I'm also guessing that life. now <laughs> broncos defensive coordinator vance i always love that also like yeah i was the head coach here what happened uh they fired me what's your job now oh i still i'm, I'm back I'm back. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. Like, okay. And, uh, and guess what? The team's still bad. Uh, he's probably really rich. So so God bless him. It was Sergio Dip that did that one, and also the great John Sock Club as well for uh, for ESPN. All right. You better you better hear with Nick and Ken. It moved line movement for Week Six in the National Football League. All right. We did the Chiefs and Broncos. Now we'll move to Sunday. This one's going to require like a little bit of nuance with what's happening here with the Cleveland Browns as they get set to host the San Francisco 49ers. So we kind of await like full like an injury report from San Francisco. We're very early in the week. But what we have right now is information on Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson, who obviously missed Cleveland's last game prior to the bye with the shoulder injury that popped up on the injury report the Friday before a Sunday, that Sunday's game against the Ravens. Dorian Thompson Robinson starts that game for Cleveland. The Ravens smashed them with 28-3 Cleveland. Cleveland goes into the bye. The thought is, is that they'll get to Sean Watson back coming out of the bye. Well, we've come to Wednesday, the first practice day, as Cleveland gets to host with the Niners. Good luck, and Watson does not practice. It's worth noting in a uh, in a. Uh, press conference with media members in Cleveland recently Kevin Stefanski basically said that it was Watson's call to not play in the game against the Baltimore Ravens which kind of like intimates right that the Browns maybe in Stefanski and company kind of felt like he was healthy enough to play and that maybe Watson like didn't push through the injury um, and now he's still not practicing so basically something's up here And I don't know what it is, if it's like Watson feels like he's not healthy and doesn't want to push it. I don't know if there's any acrimony. I'm not even trying to suggest that. Just that it just seems like something's up here with Deshaun Watson, who doesn't practice again on Wednesday. The Browns, like, like going out of their way to note now that Dorian Thompson-Robinson is no longer, like, the primary backup to Watson. It's former, like, Panther starter and Bears backup, P.J. Walker. So if Watson doesn't start this weekend, it'll actually be P.J. Walker. Like, you can't start DTR. Like, he's not ready. We saw that against Baltimore a couple weeks ago. So there's a lot going on here, Ken, and it feels like where there's smoke, there may be fire, and maybe Watson doesn't play this week. I'm not trying to insinuate that's the case. Just that, like, it feels feels like something's up here where do we stand right now and hopefully that wasn't like too cumbersome for people uh, no. where do we stand right now with the Browns and the Niners
0: yeah let's do the side first um, just one-way action san francisco the whole way and it's all driven by the rumor and speculation that you're talking about and this will happen in, in any nfl game where there's a lot of public speculation about the status of a quarterback especially when we know the backup okay it's not dtr anymore but like pj walker is like a rough backup quarterback now he's not like dtr in terms of a bottom maybe like dtr just it was like you just can't beat the starter right now i think you kind of like alluded to that too like pj walker has started games recently but still like that's a really big drop off like PJ Walker as a starting quarterback is a team that's going to wait, be like four and 13 if he starts an entire season. Uh, So obviously playing the best team in the league, you're going to see a lot of action towards San Francisco. This, I I think this was going to end up being like, if Watson was fully healthy and none of this ever happened, I think this was going to be like three and a half, four for San Francisco. And you would have to make a decision about what to do. Now that's like my guess. We never had that opener because Watson was hurt last time that he played. So we never had like a look at what it was really going to be with like a liquid market. But now we're Niners six and a half. Some of the six and a six and a half are starting to get juice towards San Francisco because you kind of have to ask yourself, like what's the bottom for a rating on Cleveland? Like what's, what's the bottom on a point projection for Cleveland if PJ Walker's the starting quarterback, obviously Nick Chubb's already out for the year and like the passing game hasn't been great. It's just like, what is this gonna be against the Niners? Like what's, you know, cool, the Browns defense is really good, but what what's like a reasonable point projection for Cleveland? Now we throw in the total. This is one of many, and I should have done this with Thursday, but I'll group all these games together um, because, and we'll do weather as like a chunk here. So this game has the chance to have inclement weather. There's basically gonna be rain, like all over the Midwest, basically starting tomorrow through Monday. (laughs) Like every single day, there's the chance of like storms and wind and a lot of bad stuff. Now this originally profiled as the worst weather game of the group. Now it's kind of like a mix of five different games. One, any one of them, including tomorrow night's game, which we didn't talk about with the Chiefs and Broncos, with Kansas City, Hosting, that might have the strongest wind like 20 to 30 miles per hour during the game now you might say like well Denver can't stop anybody anyway what am I going to do about the under but like worth knowing just like there could be inclement weather in that game same with this game same with Seattle Cincinnati same with Minnesota Chicago which might get really bad from a weather standpoint like there's a lot of games where that's possible okay now let's pull back to, to Cleveland San Francisco so what we've already talked about might be PJ Walker against San Francisco's defense now there's inclement weather Are the browns scoring like are they scoring in the game are they scoring more than zero points in the game like that's a reasonable question if this gets really bad and the niners might win like 17 nothing or something like that i mean it really might be that bad so just i don't know if there's a bottom on this point spread like if we really find out it's walker we're i think we're just we're way on the move again like i think we're past a touchdown and we just keep going maybe we hit seven and stop because the weather's so bad but like it ain't. I don't think it's six and a half. I get. I get to tease the Niners to beat PJ Walker. We want that in the market. Like that's something that that seems like a great idea. I just. Uh, I. I don't think we're done. I think we're like getting closer and closer to the PJ Walker number.
1: So let let's say that it, like the Browns announced tomorrow it's PJ Walker. What's the likely point spread? Do you think
0: is it ten? I don't. I don't have a likely one. I just think it's like. I would say like seven and a half, and I'd stop betting the Niners if it was me.
1: Because of the weather, yeah. But then you can tease San Francisco to your point, which is like really good. I well, you're say, you're never but, gonna get way.
0: out of the range. Like you're all like you're gonna you can't. I mean, the number is not gonna get high enough. I don't think. Uh, but just like, I mean, how how good do those teasers? Like you're you're gonna give me this is where like the total and the side being kind of like have to be related. Like how much scoring is there gonna be? kind of like gives you the chance like the teaser legs eat so valuable because like there's just not going to be any points. The Niners, the Niners are going to win this game like 90% of the time. Like it's just not, maybe more. And uh, and just, you know, like being able to, to tease and, and create these kind of bets might might end up being really good. Let, let's see who the quarterback is and, and we can kind of figure that out.
1: Do you think, uh, think? Well, I think the regrets, they've got a few. Uh, do you think the Cleveland Browns regret trading Josh Dobbs to the Arizona Cardinals at this point That's in time? That's
0: a great question. That's a really good question. I i mean, you you, you kind of know why they did it because, like, it wasn't for this. Like, they, they want to keep DTR because they think eventually he's a guy, whereas, like, they probably think Josh Dobbs eventually isn't a guy. But, man, like, you see how it gets off the rails really fast if Watson gets hurt. Like, you got they got to start P.J. Walker in a game.
1: And, and well, to be well, fair, like, they DTR, might not win this game anyway, point whoever's point. starting, but... Yeah. what's, what what's the point spread if it's DTR 17 well how well
0: here's here's my thing like it'll it'll be some kind of reasonable number but like what would you bet the Niners to having seen DTR play once what would you bet hey, the Niners DT- to in the game
1: if DTR if DTR were the quarterback 16 and a half
0: like 14 maybe
1: 16 16 and a half the, the, the weather makes it
0: kind of weird like how like what is this really going to be like the Niners might win like 10 nothing you know or something sure. but
1: um I guess my my last note on this game, and we'll do a lot more on the other side, and we'll do more throughout the show. I will say, like, this is, I am not stomping for P.J. Walker. This is not like Nick Costos is the president of the P.J. Walker fan club. Like, I don't think he's very good. I mean, he's a lot, and, like, DTR, like, probably projects to be better than P.J. Walker at some point. Like, there's no comparison between these two guys right now. Like, P.J. Walker at least can be, like, semi competent in one game, and, like, DTR can't. So, like, I I actually think if it's P.J. Walker and this line gets, like, a little— and, like, it probably won't based on what you're saying, Ken. Like, I would never bet Browns plus seven and a half with P.J. Walker. I don't want to bet the Niners either. I I actually do think that P.J. Walker is, like, a lot more competent than DTR is. He's not good, don't get me wrong. But but you can't compare these two. Even
0: if there's no throwing, even if there's no throwing in this game, like, no passing in this game, even, like, ball security— like, DTR in a weather game, like, what's that going to be? Like, seven turnovers? I mean, it's going to be ridiculous. First of all, the guy went to UCLA for four years. Like, and he's played a lot of games like this. So I think P.J. Walker makes a lot more sense. Even just, like, hand the ball off and don't drop it. Something like that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, it just it profiles as a... And here's the other thing. If it is P.J. Walker, like, should this total be, like, 31? Like, what should it be? Weather game with P.J. Walker against the Niners? This going to be, like, 17-3.
1: This you're you're a hundred you're a hundred percent right. Uh, we should we should we should talk about that a little more at some point because I think it's a really good thought. On the other side, more line movement for week six, including the Patriots and the Raiders from Vegas.